Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sip kombucha for your womb. From two favorite bitches, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jenny. Uh, girls, listen up, turn your volume up to 100 because we have a massive announcement that we're so delighted to make. We're very, very excited. This spring, it girls are going on tour. We are freaking buzzing for this. We are officially going to enter into our third year doing it girls, which is insane. And we're going to have a little... A little party bus tour We're around Irlande. Yeah. Aaron Wood Aaron tour. So we are going to be visiting on request. This is why we put the polls up. Mm-hmm. Listen up, get your pen out. We are playing Galway Town Hall, Sunday the 31st of March. Limerick in Dolan's, Friday the 5th of April. Cork in Cypress Avenue, Friday the 26th of April. And we're rounding it all off back in Dublin City in Liberty (laughs) Hall Theatre on Saturday the 18th of May. So we made sure that these dates are on a weekend for you guys. We know the, like the... As you asked. The Galway one's on a Sunday, but sure, fuck it, girlies. Sunday fun day, am I right, girlies? (laughs) Exactly, Sunday fun day. But we, uh, I know that some of the other ones are... They could be around exam time, but we got them on a weekend for you girls. So go uh, and write that down in your diary. Tell all your girlfriends and keep an eye on our social media this week for when tickets are on sale. These are small venues. We sold out two nights in Dublin on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. These are probably going to sell out around the country. Yeah, so don't sleep on this shit. If you want to come, get your ticket sooner rather than later because we don't want to miss you. Exactly, and if you were one of those people messaging us being like, when are you coming? This is why we're coming down to you, girlies. So, you know, we want to be shown a good time in Limerick, Galway and Cork. Totally. We are dying for it so much. And so grab your girlies, like saying the Dublin shows, a lot of people came who were huge big fans of the podcast and they just brought their bezzy mates who mm-hmm. maybe were not fans. You don't need to be a avid listener, a listener at all of the podcast. Yeah. It's completely... Um, just a space that you can come in and totally be it's a comedian kind of stand-up show yeah so it's gonna be funny it's gonna be there's no catching up (laughs) it's gonna be funny and fun girlies funny fun girl time uh but listen up as i said keep an eye on our instagram that is where we're going to be announcing when tickets are on sale but it is going to be this week we're just waiting on final confirmation uh but in the meantime spread the word (laughs) high and low grab Um, your girlos grab your gays grab your fella grab your nanny (laughs) to come to our show and for our dublin (laughs) girlies um this is going to be we're bringing the show we did in the sugar club on tour 
tour down the country but the Dublin show is going to be new because we obviously did that set so yeah. we're going to have it's some fresh new material, material. so uh, we're going to ride it on the road yeah we're going to be bringing our you know our tales from tour all the rest we don't know the exact show yet but it's going to be gas but if you did come to the one in Sugar Club don't worry it's not going to be the same thing it's going to be a different show but the same vibe the same vibe of fun and fucking shit up yes so we are delighted about that thank you to everyone who has listened from the start and thank you to everyone who is if it's your first episode that you heard yeah you're all welcome this is a safe space for bitches yeah we are i can't believe it's like this is going into our third year it's crazy but it does feel like i mean it feels like years ago when we were first in your living room and i feel like a very different person am i i bloody hope i am well, I don't know. I just know I feel that yeah. I feel like I I feel like I'm in a very different place in life, and I feel. I guess I am. Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, like you were still with Jimmy. Yeah, so much has changed. Like I mean, it was a different universe. So uh, thank you to everyone yeah. who's been with us from the start. I'm not free. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye out, and thank you all for your support because it's your support that gives Aiken confidence in us to bring us around the country, to bring our show around, and. The more girlies we have, the more showsies we'll have. Yeah, and thank you for, as well, everyone who helped out with the polls because it did yeah. give us a great insight in where mm. to go. And we're so excited. Like, yeah. Galway, we love you. Limerick, I don't think I've been... Well, I have been, but like when I was a kid. And I've never been to Cork. Jenny's never been to Cork. I'm sure I've... have Cork, but... I'm sure I've been, but like driven through. I've never stayed... Th- I've been to like Cork, the county, but I've never been to Cork, Cork City. Cork is gorgeous. I've been to Cork like uh, on holidays, like, you know, on the coast and stuff, but I've never been to Cork City for a period of time. But so you know Cork girls. Cork girlies. We're all so excited, but I always feel like it's such a nice excuse because... I know with two kids it's expensive for me to say like just casually have a weekend in totally. the country or whatever. So it's not something I would just be like nipping away mm. here and there. But when any time I do go away anywhere in the country I'm like why don't I do this all the time? It's literally Ireland is so small to get around and everywhere like Cork is like a different world. Galway is like a different yeah. world. Like it's just so fun. It's so going to be deadly. Dying so. for it. We're dying for that, girls. Um, We're going to be buzzing. Yeah, so, you know, if you're getting paid this week, here's how you cheer yourself up. You get a little ticket to our show. But anyway, onwards and upwards, um, we have to talk about freaking Azealia Banks because she's probably on stage Probably playing right now. Who, obviously, if you've been living under a rock, has like, honestly, this probably made more headlines than literally the eighth being repealed. (laughs) Like, I could not get away from this story today. Like, Azealia Banks basically had a kerfuffle with an Mm -hmm. Aer Lingus air hostess. Um, From what you could tell on Azealia Banks' Instagram stories, her and this air hostess got into it in some way. She said that, like, the air hostess was looking for something off her. Like, I think she was looking for, like, I don't know, her boarding card or passport. was her passport? Something like that. Azealia Banks, like, who is definitely a very openly, like, aggressive and defensive person, um, was like, I was like, why are you looking at me? And then she says that the air hostess went to the captain and said... She said, why are you staring at me? Stop staring at me or I'll sort you out. And then Azealia Banks said, which if this did happen, she's right. Like New York people don't use the term sort you out. Like Mm. they don't. She's like, I was from New York. I don't say that. But then she went on to say that the heiress death was ugly and said that she kind of said under her breath, like all these ugly Irish women. And it was quite clear to me that she was talking about like 
it was like the way she was speaking about it was like as if she was still on the plane she was like like I was like all these Irish, ugly Irish women all around me like she wasn't saying anything about Irish population but then that's what the uh, the Daily Mail came out with an article that was like Izzy Lee Banks goes on Twitter and calls every single Irish woman in Ireland ugly <laughs> um the the rant was and then her rant continued and continued and oh, continued. Oh yeah. I mean and if you are an Azealia Banks follower, you know that's literally how she goes. That's like her Instagram stories are always hours long. So yeah, long. Every day kind of thing. Oh yeah, she's just constantly just like, "Hey, like she's fucking gosh, she cracks me up." But like they're always like, you know, they're like tiny dots. Yeah. Always. I know I couldn't watch the whole thing, so which is like I was hearing like, oh, she also said this. She went on about like, I don't know, Irish people churning butter or mad shit. It was going, I think apparently I think it did that get. was on Twitter with one of her fan accounts. I don't know. It was just all over the place. She was reposting stuff that people were sending her. Mm-hmm. So like she has like, Azealia Banks is like a cult figure. Like if you didn't, if you haven't heard of her since her song 212, you'd probably think she'd faded away. But like she is huge with the gays huge 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 with the gays and she is and anyone who's big with the gays is like just going to be like held as a pop icon you know that Mm -hmm. way even if they're not like you know number one in the charts Mm. um but she has a big cult following so Mm -hmm. like she's like she has like stands you know like stan twitter and stuff like that so like if you say anything about her like they'll search her name they'll like attack you and shit like that um so you know she has a lot of fans on twitter who um because she's like always banned from twitter which is just gas. And uh, so she was getting sent in stuff and she was posting it on her story, typing over it. And I think people then thought that like some of the tweets were from her, but they weren't from her. Like it was all getting a bit messy. I think she was definitely saying like highly offensive things. Totally. Um, again, I couldn't watch the whole story because it was like, whoa, that bitch story is a lot. Oh yeah. Um, so I was seeing just a lot of tweets that people were like extracting, like whatever she'd said. Mm. Um, now obviously I saw the ones when she was crying and she was like bawling into the camera and mm-hmm. stressed and again she was saying like you know she's traveling she's been on tour she's exhausted not that you know these aren't excuses but they are reasons as to why she would be more I think she seemed quite hysterical yeah exactly as in like I followed Azealia Banks for ages and like I dip in and out I go between muting and unmuting her because sometimes your stories are just always you know those people are just always at the top of your story yeah. thing and she, they're so long I'm like I prefer to just go on her page if I wanted to watch your story um, and she kind of she seems like a person I'm just gonna you know freaking armchair diagnose her but like you know not seriously mm-hmm. she seems like a person who's probably gone through quite a lot I think in her life in the sense that I think she like she's spoken about like being like bullied a lot and like loads of different things I think she's had like really bad experiences in the music industry which I'm sure is probably horrendous and she's had like a lot of like kind of shitty things happen to her so she feels to me like a person who's kind of always on the defense Mm. and I think if you're always in the defense you're always going to read the worst out of a situation so I think I don't obviously have no idea what happened on the plane but you know I was talking to Mai actually who's our girl who does our intro song obviously and we were laughing better because she's going tonight Oh she's going tonight Yeah and Mai was like the bitch clearly just did not expect an air hostess to be rude to her and I find a lot of Americans can be like this like a lot of Americans think that people in a service industry are going to be like hi how are you today ma'am and Because you walk into Forever 21 and people are like 
falling all over you. They're just you know, kissing you your feet. Yeah, literally. And that's as a normal person. So imagine as a celebrity. Yeah. So I think she probably just did not, she probably thought that maybe they knew her and she probably was just shooketh that they were probably a bit moany towards her because like, I'm not saying this, but all air, air hostesses, but like we've all been on a flight with some sour puss face air host. Yeah. I mean, it happens in restaurants, happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just going to get someone on a bad day. And I think then, like, I think she is, how do I say this sensitively? I think she is the kind of person that she's quite um, aware about like racial uh, tensions in her own country. Mm-hmm. And I find that a lot of Americans in that mindset can kind of read that tension in countries where that's not exactly applicable because like it's a different country and a yeah. different culture. So mm-hmm. I feel like she thought, um, probably from learned experience, that this woman was kind of uh, lying about her because that Izzy Banks was probably the only black woman on the plane. Mm. And she kind of, that's how she read the situation. As I said, none of us were on the plane, so we don't know what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what, that's how she got so hysterical because I think it maybe like triggered her. What we do know, however, though, is that um, she was basically when she came off and she was crying and she was, you know, saying that they were talking about calling the police, calling the police, mm. and then she was freaking out about the police coming and she mm. was like saying things like they just want to see a monkey in a cage. That's yeah. all that, like crazy stuff. So she was being basically just being like, this is purely a race issue. And like she was saying stuff as well, like, oh, they just can't believe that they would see a black girl with a long weave and Louboutins and business yeah, yeah. Um, class. But then I think what was just people were finding difficult was like then that she was kind of going on and um, being using kind of racial slurs words. I don't know what you could call it. Like just like she was saying things about Irish people, about our history. All she said, she didn't really say anything about that though. That's what I was confused when people were picking this up. I think this was from the whole barrage of like DMs and stuff. A lot of the stuff that she said badly about Irish people were from DMs of people literally DMing her saying we're going to throw things at you at your Mm. show. Which is obviously like, I mean that's her technique obviously fighting fire with fire. I wouldn't agree with that. I just blocked them but you know. How do you mean? So they were saying we're going to throw things and she... People were randomly messaging her being like, you'd want to watch out tomorrow night. We're going to turn up to your show and blah, blah, And she was like, she'd replied to people being like, you're the peasants of the UK. Like, get away from me, you potato picking bitch. Like, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know. Like, she's she's clearly an outwardly aggressive person. So this is just her way of being. But like, I she did not come on from... I watched her story and I mean, as you said, it was long, so I could have missed one or two. She wasn't going on her story being like, Irish people are this, Irish people are that, they're this, they're this, they're that. She well, say potato picking bitches. Oh, it's rude. Yeah, never said she wasn't rude. It's more than rude. It's like, it's like when she. It's just rich when she's talking about like that she was racially basically bringing race into it. And that she was like racially attacked and then is doing the same thing in terms of like Irish history when she's coming in to do a show. I guess, but I think her point was that like she felt, and I'm not saying again that. I like as I said I could I'd have to see a video to know what happened but like from her perspective she thought that she was having like law mm-hmm. enforcement put on her because of her race but like her DMing something to someone to someone who said I'm going to throw potatoes at you on stage if she calls them a potato picking person like it's 100% rude maybe bigoted but like I don't really hold them to the same weight in her mind I could see how they're not the same thing you know that way she's talking about one thing of like 
police brutality if you want to call it that like I know that didn't happen but that's how she kind of that's mm. the like the tunnel that she went down but like I mean I think it's just it's a bit like uh, I mean I just can't believe people care that much that's what my thing like really you're going to be that triggered over Azealia Banks like that it's going to be front page of the news with a made up title saying that she went on a tirade about Irish women calling them all ugly. I find the ugly thing random um because for me, when I saw it, I mean, it didn't sting me at all. No. And also, I just took it as an incredibly childish. She, like, she's, she, fa- <clears throat> she fascinates me in the fact that she just, I mean, never seems to learn. Which I also kind of enjoy as well. Because we're so used to seeing celebrities trip up once and then they will never do it again. Kind of thing a lot of the time, I think. Especially yeah. with stuff like social media. And um, we'll see... Um, I don't know a reality star having like a Twitter meltdown one day mm. and then they'll literally be it just won't happen again a lot of the time I see I think you see with celebrities that their management take over and make sure that if something like that happened that it wouldn't happen again but Azealia has consistently been doing this basically for her whole career which is why like there's nothing to for her to learn from because as she said she got front page in all of the Irish press you know what I mean it's like when you're a troll well a lot of the kind of um Responses to her and stuff were like you're only playing the academy for example and yeah. then a lot of people would kind of be saying like Azealia especially I think Azealia fans would be like you know she's so talented she mm-hmm. is has so many bangers she has so much potential to be like this probably like the greatest rapper but she fucks it up for herself consistently like and what do you think about that as a fan like do you think that I think it's just like An uns- unsubstantiated point Because we don't know Oh sorry Gertie Didn't put my phone on silent um, We don't know that the reason She's not big is because She's controversial Like she had 212 out And like there was so many I remember like uh, Iggy Azealia was out at the time There was all these kind of Similar rappers who were Had huge uh, record money behind them I think Azealia Banks was on a smaller deal as far as I remember with possibly Sony competing with other rappers who were just way more marketable than her this Mm. is even before she was controversial so Mm. to say so it's like it's hard to substantiate that would be like the reason that she's not big is because she's problematic it's like this is in the day and age of the influencer and in the day and age where people can make a name for themselves online we've surely proven that wrong that like people who are like Donald Trump is the president who's a professional troll like she she's really famous if anything she's more uh relevant nowadays because she trolls so much and she put like the whole elon musk thing like yeah that if anything it's made her more relevant and more i guess would never her, know yeah. like are people still working with her she never really did work with people she worked she i think at the start she worked a bit with kanye west kanye west came out a while ago being like izzy lee banks is a genius or something mm. but like I don't think like to me she seems like quite an antisocial person and like I don't think as I said I definitely think she's kind of a paranoid person for mm-hmm. some reasons um but like she's never like she's never really done collabs really like she, it's not like she produces her own music she's always kind of done that and she's al- already come out before and been like I never even wanted to be a rapper she wanted to be an actress she's like I'm yeah. just really good at rapping so I just do it to pay the bills I wonder what her goal is in terms of kind of like what she's searching for um because so many times you see celebrities wanting they're clearly chasing the fame they clearly want to get like they get a taste for it and then they just want to get bigger and bigger and make more money and stuff she doesn't seem to 
well, she really went, be like that. She went to perform at art school, the same one as Nicki Minaj. So she wanted to be an actress. That was her thing. I mean, like, since she's gotten the taste of fame and is like, she's not really playing the games as other, like we say, for example, Nicki Minaj. Like, Nicki Minaj yeah. plays the game. Oh, totally, totally, you know? totally. Uh, yeah, and she's she in, like, celeb world, like. Yeah, she's just definitely playing her cards right to ensure that she's consistently going to be growing in fame and money and um, working with this person. And, like, just, she clearly is, like, eyes on the prize. Whereas Elia yeah. Banks is, like, you know, she is coming to Ireland and playing the Academy and that's a more kind of underground venue in terms of, you know, yeah. a big rapper like that. But she's an underground rapper. I think she's kind of happy from what I could see with her status. Like, not everyone wants to be number one. No, I'd one. agree. You know that that's way. That's why I would just be interested to, like, I what she, her kind of goal is. Is she for, just looking up for the... I think from watching, honestly, from watching her Instagram stories, I think she really wants to grow her soap business, which is doing really well. She makes all of her own soap. She has this huge e-commerce site that's, like, selling shit tons of soap. And I think she's grand just being, like, her own little kind of indie yeah. person. She makes the odd song every now and again. She puts out a few EPs and, like... There's nothing wrong in that. Like, I hate that whole thing of people being like, like there was one tweet earlier on that was like, I am screaming at Azealia Banks uh, saying she's worked too hard in her career. Eh, hon, you're flying from Gatwick to Dublin via Aer Lingus and you've sold out the academy. Relax. It's like, okay, you do realise how hard it is to get booked, not only internationally, to sell out that show internationally when apparently as you said you're so irrelevant you haven't had a song since 2012 or 2014 mm-hmm. or whatever like I find that so reductive like you know like it's just so pointing fingers it's like and what the fuck are you doing home? you're sat in your whole tweeting about you're her, sat in your whole making tweeting her even about... more relevant yeah I know I do hate that because like we're so excited about our show we were so excited yeah. about playing the Tivoli the Sugar Club Tell and now like moving on to a worldwide tour <laughs> but like it's random that you would instant like fair enough cont- like I hate this with anything that goes kind of viral yeah the point is always just so skewed it's like oh so now you're complaining that she's not playing a big enough venue yeah. for her to be able to have a voice and say what the fuck she wants to say in yeah. the platform like so if Nicki Minaj came over here she could call us all ugly and it's grand because she sold out the yeah, and everything <laughs> You know what I mean? And also the ugly things just like stop getting so offended by like why would you care if Azealia Banks does think even if you know whether she yeah. does or not fucking who cares. Yeah. But why do you care if Azealia Banks thinks Irish women are ugly? And yes it's highly offensive but she lives if she wants to live like that yeah let her, let her live like that. Let her like you know what I mean like and you also can't ban like offence being taken or you know, if she does want to be offensive, you can't. It's, I don't know how you can ban that. Well, I think when you, you hit the nail down when you're talking about like the virality of it, that's what annoys me so much because half the people, like I was with my mum today before coming over here and it was on fucking news talk and they were like, the rapper Rosalia Banks. Like, I was like, oh God, this is just so far to, removed. So it's like, like you, nah, it's like, it's you like trying to explain like a meme to your granny. Like, my mum was like, and who is she? And I was like, how do I. She's this controversial rapper. She's really crazy. She did this whole crazy thing with Elon Musk and Gro- like it's just, it's just a vortex. Honey, you're too late. It's like, too internetty and memey to like actually explain to someone. And and it's been going half on years. The, and half the people who were moaning on Twitter today were one had one hundred percent never heard of Zelia Banks. They just heard that this American rapper came over to Ireland and probably didn't watch the video and heard that she called all Irish women ugly and they were 
crawling up the roof with just triggeredness they and then were, but then it so there's obviously the triggered ones who are like first of all it's completely problematic <laughs> to be saying this and i am blah 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 and then there's the others who just like jump on any old bandwagon yeah. where they can like oh great i now have an excuse to be so incredibly vile and oh. surpass anything that she has said and say something yeah. so much worse like, if you just go onto twitter and search Azealia Banks or Azealia Banks Ireland in a couple well. days the like the 80 percent of the tweets are so shocking i cannot physically believe irish people are putting out tweets like this like one that was just like Azealia Banks is just a n-word, n-word. and it's like Whoa. And people just Keith, you really put that out, even yeah. if it's too like Which is also which I find hilarious that like in their mind I'm like, okay, how did you like go from A to B and get end up a J? Because like you're annoyed that Azealia Banks called Irish women ugly. So you say, Oh Grant, I'm gonna call her a racial slur. You're proving her point because that is one of the fucking ugliest things you can do. You know what I mean? But I think this is the problem with like virality in general. Like just it allows people because there's such a huge amount of hate directed at this person. It can like the really, really bad stuff gets just kind of washed in amongst it. it, And it's kind of like, oh, we'll let that slide because what she we're focusing on what she said and how bad it was. Mm. So it never gets focused on the which we've spoken about before. Like it never gets focused on like the absolute shocking death threats, amongst other things that are thrown at people who go viral. It's just like and if you are someone who is conversing about it, even in a kind of like social justice way, like the problem with Azealia Banks is dot 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 a blog post by Lindsay Hamilton. Mm. If you're trying to come at it in any way of like using someone's like Instagram story downfall as a way for you to leverage kind of some kind of, you know, patting myself on the shoulder, how much better I am than this person. It's like inviting a massive amount of hate Mm -hmm. and like I just hate I really wanted that to stay in 2018 we're gonna grab up a few tweets here oh yeah let me see what we got this one was funny most exciting thing that happened in Ireland in the last few years this is Elie Banks (laughs) calling Irish girls ugly (laughs) which is true (laughs) like Azealia Banks said that today she was on the cover of every single bloody tabloid and she put up an Instagram story being like whoa nothing must ever happen in Ireland thanks for the front page though like she was like my publicist would usually probably have to get like you know fucking amazing press and then you see other people being like anyone who's giving Azealia Banks like at Azealia Banks attention (laughs) can you please stop we're giving her exactly what she wants it's like so are you dumb fucking cunt Again, trying to just pat themselves in the back like I won't give her attention. Just I found it. you on the Twitter thing when I searched your name, yes. bitch. Oh, Did not one person on the Erlings plane video the Azealia Banks commotion? Question mark, question mark, question That's mark. That's what I need. And you know what, Huns? If someone was on that plane, hit us up oh because I will call you in uh, on the next episode of It Calls and we'll shout you out in our Instagram because I want that tea. I want like that raw, oh, what I raw done story. to have seen that. But like, Really, if anyone calls you ugly, maybe don't fuck them. Well, yeah, just don't care. I mean, as I said, only ugly people care about being called ugly. <laughs> completely. But also, if you took offense to Azealia Banks yeah, no, crying seriously. in uh, in Gatwick about like ugly bitch, like it yeah. was clearly just a childish, ridiculous yeah. thing to do, and she clearly has that mentality to a yeah. certain extent of like you know. Oh, she, whatever her upbringing whatever we all have our own hashtag truth yeah but like whatever her background 
her knee-jerk reaction when she feels attacked is to go into this childlike shit-slinging kind yeah. of like, you're a fucking ugly bitch. We all have that friend or sister who gets like that. Like, yeah. when me and my sister get into a fight, it goes there instantly. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. just how some people are, you know? And she obviously, like, if you go low, she goes lower. And that's how I kind of saw with the DMs and stuff that she was sharing or DMs that kind of came out about her and all that kind of stuff. Like... You know, and I'm not endorsing what she said, obviously, but I'm just saying that, like, you know, it can be just taken out of context in the sense that, like, it's not like she, it's this, like, it's not exactly like Beyonce out of nowhere, who's this pristine, perfect person, yeah, randomly came on Instagram or was secretly videoed being like, everyone in fucking Ireland's an ugly bit. Like, it's, this is like, you have to take it into context of the person who's saying it. Like, so, you know, the more ridiculous and the more kind of offensive they are in their, normal personality that kind of dilutes the weight of throwing around the word ugly do you know what I mean it's like as in like obviously that's still not a nice thing to say to people or whatever but like as you said when we're being hysterical if I was hysterically crying in a plane you best believe I'm probably like that's fucking ugly bitch like it's so like Jermaine like you're fucking ugly (laughs) and if you don't know Jermaine please for the love of God get on YouTube Um, like you fucking ugly can't (laughs) I know like Sarah and I when we're in arguments it's horrible but it is horrible and it's but it also is just like it's just how some people are like some it, uh, people when they get hysterical or you know defensive or feel attacked or mm. are in a fight everyone has different ways of acting like some people go silent and they just cannot yeah. fight you know some people will just be a walk away or some and then people, they'll send you a text that's yeah, like 17 pages long some people will long. ignore your text and yeah. just like go in a huff for a few months everyone has their own and everyone has their own kind of like things that they can't handle I personally can't handle being ignored I hate when you're arguing with someone and you're not just getting it out I would much rather prefer have a fight with someone we say the most god awful stuff to each other and then we sort it out and it's fine and yeah. we can leave it in the fight you know I'm not going to come months later being like yeah but in that fight you called me this <laughs> yeah. like Sarah and I when shit gets like when we oh, randomly have a fight we shit gets brought up from literal dark places like, <laughs> no wonder your first boyfriend broke up with you yeah it's literally it's like, so oh dark. my god I completely went there you know I literally cut myself over that or whatever do you know the way <laughs> and it's like the low the low levels are just shocking but yeah. once the fight is over concluded I don't even we don't even remember what each other said and it's like literally laughing about it being like <laughs> what are we like I know everyone just is different in the way that they are when they feel attacked or when they're on the defense yeah and Azealia Banks clearly is like the most defensive person ever I think, if like, she continues her, to, to defend herself. Yeah. But she like, also came out and was like, you know, I love Ireland. Like, yeah. We well, be- I read that one that I said. So oh, her, her little statement little or whatever. Statement. This is before she went on stage because people were then being like adding the academy to boycott I her. I mean, fair play to her for still going up. That is I, brave. Well, that's one thing that I think that people completely ignored. Like, obviously, you know, it's kind of remember like not to make it all deep and shit but that's what we do here and um, you know Lindsay and I always say judge people on their actions not their words so like Azealia Banks was saying all this and talking mad crap and she was 100% trolling at one point because like she came on after all of it and then was like oh my god I cannot believe I'm the queen of Ireland you guys got yeah. your first chocolate queen bitches like she was being because all the Ridiculous. gays because all the gays were literally like the queen of Ireland is arriving like because they're just they just amper up and she yeah. she acts like that you know and then um she was doing all this and then people were like you know trying to get her to not come and all the rest and which is just dumb because like 
you know, and her actions are, the bitch was on a ferry. Like, if she didn't want to go to Ireland, if she hated Ireland so much, she'd be like, okay, fuck off, I've got a show in Manchester, you can all get a refund. No. She drove from Gatwick to fucking Wales, got on an overnight, the sailing rail, like. And what really, really frustrates me in terms of, like, a music lover, mm. when people are coming over to Ireland and they have, like, regardless of what she said or didn't say about Irish people or mm. what people think of her, at the end of the day, she... Did have she does have a sold out show in the academy? People want to see her. Yeah, and, and like, I hate people talking down on that as well. I think it's maybe I'm more sensitive because me and you are doing shows now. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to number one get booked, number two do a show and sell it out at thirty quid a ticket? Her tickets were as well. They weren't cheap. You know what I mean? Like fair play to her. Fuck off. But also, it's really annoying when like I mean it's happened before at a gig that we both went to, and I'm looking at you here in the eye where it was the same thing where like a um, rapper was treated in not the nicest way and wasn't given the nicest venue and it's just like for fuck's sake like rappers and musicians not not just rappers but like yeah. musicians always will go to England and play a fuckload of shows yeah. in England it's a massive effort for them to come to Ireland because they're probably only going to be playing Dublin they're mm-hmm. like Azealia's not going to be knocking down to Galway after like they yeah. played one maybe show maybe Belfast so that's rarely though yeah. like most of the time it's literally unless they're super big and True. usually Irish or English that they would play like yeah. a Belfast show and it's like they're literally coming over like England they can just drive around and play like a load of shows mm-hmm. Ireland, they have to get another plane, yeah. play one show, and then go back into France or wherever the hell. And all of that comes in. out of their fee, honeys. Like that exactly. does not come free. Like that comes out of their fee. That comes out of their ticket sales. She brought over all of her soap, the Angel. Oh, you can she buy the soap in the. Yeah, she sells her merch. She bought. No it's anal bleaching soap, and soap. What? That, yeah, she sells anal. It's called Bussy Boy. Hold on. Why? What? It bleeds your what? natural bleaching. It yeah. bleaches your. Orifice. Yeah, because all of her gays. So oh my it, god! It helps with the hemorrhoids. It brings down no hemorrhoids. Swear to God, that's her soap. She's that, and then she's got Miss Camaraderie, which is like one that takes down. Uh, it's like retinol, and it ha- takes down all your stretch marks. Like apparently, uh, the before and afters are unreal. I really want. Joan you know, Bella has it. My friend Bella. I've always asked her. I'm, I was like, Oh, do she? Let me know it? how your no arsehole is, one. <laughs> if you're listening. Well, let's get someone to do a little lick as review. Yeah. So she apparently she's bringing it to the show tonight. Anyway, so Azili Banks put out this statement uh, coming up to her show on Instagram, and she said. Um, now with all that said I think she was saying something else blah 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 she said I would like to apologise on behalf of the Daily Mail for their psychological terrorism on Irish women it's clear they presented you all a twisted story with the intention of hurting your feelings and riling you all up that's very irresponsible on their part and I'm sorry you all in Ireland and the UK are regularly targeted by such cheap media spectacles they really just want to micromanage people's aggressions and create tension so they have content to write about I, everyone knows I love Ireland I've tweeted about my love for the Irish strawberries and Irish people on countless occasions tonight i will be and it will be an excellent night i have goodies for you all p.s if you throw a potato at me please let it be a baked potato wrapped in foil my fan base knows i love baked potatoes it's my favorite food (laughs) which is just gas like she's just trolling there obviously like fair play because it must be kind of scary after something like goes that viral you're on the front page and you're like and people are literally threatening to throw stuff at you like shout out to the lovely girl i saw in massa today um, who was getting a little teca teca before <laughs> she went to the show and she was like it, like I came in early because we wanted to get up the front mm. row but now she was like I'm freaked I want to go up the front row but I'm freaked that stuff's going to be thrown at me and like the people were tweeting her being like or DMing her and she was sharing it saying like there's going to be a few Irish car bombs ready for you tomorrow it's like 
Oh, dear God. They take it to a level that you wouldn't even imagine. Yeah. And what really annoys me, which is like, side note, um, about just stuff like this in general, which is so kind of scary when something can be taken out of context and then it's out of your control. But it's the whole world can perceive something that you've been slapped with. Like that, like she wasn't calling all Irish people ugly, but mm. then on the front page, apparently mm. Azealia Banks. And mm. now, you know, your mom, my mom yeah. probably listened to that news talk and my dad, anytime they hear Azealia Banks, is like, oh, she's the girl who called every Irish single Irish woman and ugly. Most, the majority, oh, that's a disgrace. And the majority <laughs> of people, like, you know, I was saying this to my mom about something completely unrelated today, but like we were talking about news stories and she was kind of saying, it doesn't matter anyway. But I was like, ma'am, look, you have to realise that like if a hundred people see an article title, a headline or something 95 of them will just read it accept it and move on mm-hmm. five of them might question it three of those five will probably look up further information and two of the five will like look up good further information so like mm. you know people can go well you know it's it's up to everyone to look up for themselves it's like no you know the press and the uh, especially the national press like you know if it's on RTE radio I'm like we pay for you like do your research like this is paid by the taxpayers fucking money like I mean mm. at least get the story right and we were talking about something a bit more serious but you know in this sense it's like she is right like you are all putty in the hands of these tabloids who are going to make lines way more sensational because unfortunately you know people do believe what they read which I don't really blame them for but it's just that you know these rags like to sensationalize everything and then unfortunately what happens is they divide people more people hate it then there's like what apparently going to be bombs at an Azealia Banks gig because she made an Instagram story and then I mean as well as that like that's in terms of like if we're talking about say stuff that we can relate to as just Mm. like listeners and it gals something that happened me today for example a couple of days ago I put up a small little Instagram story me and my sister were in bed watching first dates which is now our Sunday ritual love that such a good fucking show so good and it's it's only good kind of if you're watching it with your mom you know like, yeah, I, it's yeah. such a show you want to watch with someone oh I made Michael rewatch it with me I'm like yeah, it's so good to. shut up and watch it he loves it because you need to be like what do you think about this <laughs> yeah. you know or oh I hope they like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know say yes to each other oh blah 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 it's such a like chatty show yeah and so we were watching away and this ride came on uh, from Galway the most beautiful blue eyes it looked like a viking yeah he was gorge gorge country accent Paul and um, he was on a date with this gorgeous girl too. She had the most stunning hair, um, Polish girl. And they were on their date, and like Fiona was like, "Oh, Lindsay, he is so you." And I was like, "He <laughs> Did is she think that? God. She was like, "He is so <laughs> you." I was like, "Oh, you're random." Looks wise, looks wise, and um, he was very cute with her and stuff. And I was like, "Okay." This is an Irish show. I know I'd be able to easily find him. All I had to do is put out an Instagram <laughs> thing. So I got out my Instagram story and I was like, it, you know when it's just like as soon as you get out the Instagram or it, yeah, it will show the girl. I was like, no, him. So I was like, he's your ride, he's your ride. And then I think I went to her and I was like, not her, him. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, I was like, him, he's ride. Oh, I hope they don't work out because like, hello, I fancy the ride. I don't want them to I mean, to it was be. obviously clearly a joke. Like, Yeah, I was like, I just want to slide into this guy's D's. And um, anyway, it was literally two stories and randomly today we get the response, even though it was Sunday, like today's Tuesday, it must be Sunday on one of those Facebook groups. May, I don't think so, because I literally that it was the only response I got to it in general bar. Thank you, girlies. A lot of people giving me his Insta name. <laughs> and yes, we did message. So 
more about that next girls but um what you call it yeah so this girl came in and was like how dare you slag a woman's looks you have a platform and you're not using it correctly it's all gone to your head how like it's just you're promoting bitching by slagging someone's looks and I was like I was literally trying to get my makeup on to go to mediation with the father of my child to try and get a little bit more financial support and support in general because it's become completely insanely toxic with the Jimmy situation and like so I've been like fucking you know stressing about this mediation for the past few months so like I and then I was like what well I don't even have a story up I was like what I was like what are you on about didn't write back to me she then had actually I just screenshot it and put it into um the girl all group with me Jenny and my sisters and she, Jenny was like she'd message Jenny as she well messaged me literally being like teacher teacher tell Lindsay to stop basically mm. and also called me rude and said that my podcast has no worth so yeah, that she made was me like, instantly on her side <laughs> she was like your podcast doesn't help girls at all anymore Bloody blah blah, blah. And, and I said just, and I, I know I've heard from multiple people From your last show That you're really rude And I was like Oh was I rude to all the girls Who we were having a laugh with Or the girls that met us After the show And we took photos And had a kiki Like not really sure Who I was Literally you can see to. In the photos We're having the crack Anyway but like crack Not to go in on that in Like don't no, give her Any more attention But this girl was just a hater ho But like It's just so frustrating Because I In no way Was slagging that gorge girl I was literally just wanting that guy's fucking Insta profile so I could be stalking his pics. I mean, let a girl live. I really, I just wanted to get him on the screen so the girls would be sliding into my DMs being like, it's Paul Rooney, he's a lovely chap. Literally, thank you girlies for that. So like what, what you... The you've, frustrating thing is that yeah. someone can extract something that is literally, you've completely plucked mm. something out of thin air and now you're... Slapping me with that I'm a bitch who slags women's appearances. Yeah. And if that did go viral, that's the kind of fearful, that's kind of the scary thing. That's something that you didn't even do. If it's taken out of context, because um, she had actually screen record, yeah. recorded uh, my video and put it up in her story and then was trying to be like, this woman is... Um, Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Slagging yeah, women's yeah. appearances. Because I said, oh, not her being a ride. I meant I'm focusing on the fucker that I want to get with. I don't. I didn't want people being like, make, maybe thinking I'm buying, being like, oh, her name's Sierra. Yeah, like no, I, I know we got that, but like, I think what it is is that uh, it's it's like you know those um, 
I don't know if I remember seeing a show where they do this wine tasting where like you taste the wine and you can just taste your own flavors but then they'll give you this like lemon oil and then you all of a sudden taste all the lemon notes in the wine so it's like if a load of people could have seen your story and thought nothing of it but then mm. if she put it up uh, with and put her own spin on it just yeah. like the way the Daily Mail did with Azealia Banks or you mm. know the news talk or whatever else did with Azealia Banks it's like all of a sudden it's very hard to see it neutrally anymore mm-hmm. you're not seeing it without yeah. someone else's kind of context being spun on it which is so frustrating because you know it's obviously happened to us before where like a lot of people think that we're like now forever and ever victim blamers you know that way and mm-hmm. we're this and we're that and it's like because like now that that has kind of memed around in like certain Facebook groups like will people will be. always see us in that light which is like whatever if you can't get over that then that's I feel sorry for you that you can't something that happened two years ago but uh you know it, I can understand as well in the same sense because like we probably all do it to some celebrities where you're like but aren't they this and aren't they that and where it could have been disproven or it could have been you know like yeah. all these kind of things so and it came out like say George Michael like when he you know he had a horrible reputation when he was alive and when he died and everyone came out and saying like about all the charity he had a bad work reputation yeah he had a really bad reputation for what George Michael yeah well, he was like he just had a really I thought he had a really good reputation no musically yeah but his personal life no really with like drugs and he was like fucking the guys in the bathroom and shagging guys oh. in the bathrooms and all that kind of stuff oh that was just I, yeah but I get what you mean I get what you mean I mean, like, he, he had all the secret charity shit he was definitely shit. quite seedy and like people would have seen him as that oh um, and the, didn't he drink drive Oh yeah you know? Yeah 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 yeah. I remember that now yeah, and, um, yeah. yeah he was caught in the bathroom Or something like that Well like that was like In the 80s I know oh. but like It still sticks Oh it still stuck like, I mean, Yeah I remember yeah, yeah. And I wasn't even alive in the 80s Totally 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 You know Yeah 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 um, But then Yeah it came Scandal. out like, I love that he kind of just You know Didn't He kept his all his charity work And gore and stuff that he did That came out when he died And it's kind of like then everyone's like, oh, he's amazing. It's just like... So, final thoughts on the Azealia thing? Um, let a gal do what she wants. Yeah, same. I mean, girls. If he's hot... Like, I mean, my favourite tweet was by Craig Gmo, one of my favourite Twitter followers. I did adore that. Please, please read it out. Getting it up on the phone. We want to say it exactly as is. So, Craig Gmo said, if Azealia called you ugly, accept your truth. <laughs> <laughs> I love that using the truth because <laughs> it's also like if you thought she was talking about you, maybe you're ugly. You're ugly, ho. Sorry. We're also like you know, just oh. get over it. Just don't be so sleepy. If that's going to affect you, it's just tiresome at this stage of the game. Okay, shall we move on? We're moving on to another virality moment. We we'll move on. Before we move on, we'll plug our Patreon. I guess just in case you girdies don't know, we have twice the amount yeah. of it, gals. Ten times the goss. Six dollars a month. That's where we spit our shit, girls. We have some juicy episodes coming our way. We've had obviously had an episode with Jess Brennan on there, which will be staying there, girly. Sorry about you. Too juicy for it, girls. Literally, yeah. And um, yeah, go sign up. It's patreon.com forward slash it girls podcast and it's weekly content. It's the extra content, weekly content, the juiciest shit. It's where I'm gonna be spilling all about the mediation and the Jimmy Tales and Mahad drama that's been going on because I kinda I've been using Insta Live as my diary randomly, so I just decided <laughs> I'm, I'll also use X Gals because it's just a safe space. Safe space. So go check that out if you want more tea. Um, okay, so we probably have about half an hour left or so. We will talk about the Gillette controversial. I was 
fucking sick that this happened the day after I left your house. It happened like it the ad was released the day after the day we released it, gals. And then I was home when it was all blowing up. And I was oh, like, yeah. damn it. I love it when like the Azealia Bang singer was such perfect I timing. I know, <laughs> I know. It was literally yesterday and she's performing now. Oh, I wonder how it's going. I know. Oh, God. I have to have, we'll have to have a peek on Insta afterwards. Yeah, and if you were at the gig, let us know. Yeah, let us know. But um, so Gillette put out an ad last week, which I'm sure you all saw. So we don't need to recap. If not, just look it up. You'll find it. But it was basically, I don't know. How would you describe it? Okay, well, it basically starts with um, it's kind of like a collage of all like news readers over and like um, headlines being like, we are hearing that this is happening about men in this country are and raping. Men, blah, 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 like, so like staring this. into a window, looking really sad. Yeah, and then or into a mirror. <laughs> it goes on to it. Kind of is all these little, I guess, stereotypes. Like there's. A guy walking down the street and I think he's like, nice butt. And another guy it's comes out and It's basically just like, another one of these. Don't say that, man. Mm. And like, then. Whoa, whoa. I mean, it's just basically like, I mean, I'm sure you've all seen it or heard of it. It's just another wokeified ad. But this time, I just think it's gone to the level of stupidity because they're not even pandering to their own audience. That I think was like, I was <laughs> like, truth be told, I was not shocked at the ad. I was like literally waiting for some like a much like what I was like expecting my jaw to be on the floor because of the level of virality that it got so quickly as well yeah I was like okay I'm sitting down I can't wait to see this ad and then I was like oh it's a shit ad um but I'm not surprised I'm surprised the only thing that kind of like surprised me was that is like you are trying to sell to men (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, and you're slagging men (laughs) but you then think they're gonna be like you're right I mean Let me buy a shaver Bizarre that Gillette thought They could could come in On a moral high ground To pander To feminine Like where do they they, they, The the premise of the whole ad Is that Gillette are changing Their slogan From Gillette The best a man can get To Gillette The best a man can be So I guess it's like Instead of selling you the dream That Gillette is the best Razor they're saying that like we can help you be the best man and the way that we're gonna help you do that is by combating toxic masculinity and stopping men cock calling and stopping Ugh. the me too thing and like at the start when I was watching the ad um because as I said I saw a bit of buzz on it on Twitter the day it was released just from a few people that I follow and I was like oh what's this and I kind of watched it and I thought at the start it was going to be pro-men because I saw all these men, there are these men kind of ominously looking into a mirror at themselves. Mm-hmm. And in the background, all you hear is like, the Me Too movement. And I was like, oh, maybe this is taking a like, because I didn't know why it was controversial yet. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe this is taking an angle of like, men are feeling really, you know, down on themselves or something yeah. because there's a lot of bad press about men it has been in the past, you know, year or two. Well, they've, you know, men have gotten a massive beating publicly, you know, in terms of the media in the past couple of years yeah this, you know toxic masculinity you're and hearing f- that word every day yeah and feminism is just you know so mainstream now and whatever your take on that is fine but you know you have like what you do see a lot of on twitter and on the news and is how bad men are and how hard me- women have it and all this kind of so i was like oh my god maybe they're kind of i, I thought know. it kind of looked like it was men being like oh I'm so sad and I thought maybe they'd tackle, be tackling the suicide crisis within men because mm. I was like the men looked to me 
really upset in those first opening seconds mm-hmm. and I was like oh this is mad like I was because I was expecting the woke ad but then the woke ad pursued <laughs> and then it was actually the men looking questioning themselves in the mirror um, I was shocked at the virality as well because I usually something viral um like the Azealia Banks thing mm. is like usually the woke people you know mm. the woke people is what they are more the people who with the pitchforks going yeah. viral so I, th- I thought oh great this ad is going to be dead yeah. Like, yeah 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 you yeah, know, yeah yeah basically an anti-feminist ad I was dying to bloody watch it but then <laughs> I was like oh fair fecking play people are actually finally getting sick of this social justice woke shit yeah in, and they're just like fighting against it now because I think honestly last year that ad came out people would have been like thank you Gillette for pointing out the obvious things that men are doing yeah I think yeah, it just yeah. at this point people are like no no truly fuck off mm-hmm. um so we're gonna get some tweets up oh, to yeah. give you just I find Twitter's great for just kind of the public like the kind of general sides. consensus as well yeah, yeah and different sides so let's talk about this tweet okay um, this is from Elizabeth Miller um okay she's a Christ woman it says in her Christ has conquered the world um in her Twitter bio okay um what is so offensive about the ad which part offended you the part about not grabbing a woman's butt The part about not verbally harassing women? The part about teaching kids not to bully? The part about breaking up kids' fight to discourage unhealthy aggression? What was it? (laughs) Snorted. (laughs) The snort offended me. The snort offended me more than the fucking uh, ad did. But what I think, this is what annoys me most about these kind of responses, especially on Twitter. It's these kind of high and mighty, I mean, literally a Christ woman coming down, like being like, you know, how dare you pick apart some point of nuance which is completely relevant you know it's completely relevant for like men to be like hold on dear god like why are you attributing every single bad thing about humanity to masculinity like they were attributing all sexual assault they're attributing bullying cyberbullying roughhousing uh any form of like you know kind of even just checking out it wasn't even cat call like and obviously there's a lot of those things that do happen mostly from men to women but like they're not a male issue like some of them are crimes like sexual assault like mm-hmm. yes when I had this out actually with a a follower because I tweeted something about it or something on Instagram I think and she was like yeah but like most cases of sexual assault or whatever are done by men to women and I was like yeah 100% however you can't call it a solely a male it's not because of toxic masculinity I think that people are doing that I mean I don't know there's a plethora of reasons like you know psychological I'm sure you could go into it but like it's a crime like it's not like a accepted accepted kind of behavior within men I don't feel no obviously there's a lot of people out there who feel that way but this kind of tweet is what annoys me most because they whittle down to make to like patronize your very uh like your moral compass yeah and also just to they they patronize your kind of um your level of critique by being like oh oh so you got offended when they said don't let kids bully each other it's like Mm. obviously not yeah i'm pro-bullying bring that back like 
You know what I mean? And so then they can just put you in a corner and slap a label on you and be like, <laughs> you're part of the problem. I think, well, yeah, that's it. We had another. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Spoiler we had alert. another tweet here. <laughs> if you're offended by the Gillette commercial, you either don't get it or you're part of the problem. Probably both. That's all. Ugh. I hate the. That's all. I just pwned you. It's like, no, you haven't. Um, Moral central. Okay. This machine kills fascists. You know, the, oh bloody God. hell, people need to fucking cop on with their Twitter bio. If your Twitter bio isn't any way serious, I'm scarlet for you. Like, I really am. If it says stuff like, you know, social justice, feminist, then it, vegan. It's like, please, <laughs> okay. please, please go freak yourself into oblivion because you need to get a life, my honey. If you can honestly encapsulate your entire political, social and personal stance in a Twitter bio, you probably need to get out more. In a side note, just I mean, this is completely just irrelevant right now, but I'm just thinking of like Insta bios. Yeah. So there's this um, YouTuber I randomly used to watch when I was like mad into veganism and stuff years ago, Bunny Rebecca. Australian oh God sounds so annoying She's fucking annoying And I never liked her She was yeah. always like Sorry perfect And really blah, blah. But I just liked Hate watching her Like just being like You're so annoying But I kind of just I'm watching this 20 minute video But um I hadn't watched her Or followed her in years And she randomly came up As a suggested In my YouTube Why I'm no longer vegan Oh I, I actually, That's always coming up On mine as I well know, Because she was A uh, vegan And mm. like the fucking video God 48 minutes long It was so bloody long literally going into the ins and outs of her gut health and uh, like was like saying that like veganism for her was like her whole life her identity her job her this and now she's not a vegan now she's eating fish and the odd egg and stuff and it's like honey to like literally i just find those labels whether you pigeonhole it's yourself yeah, yeah or veganism like it's I all mean, identity politics you know that way yeah, it's she like she was a vegan for six years it's not like she was like doing it for three months mm. it's like and then you have to put up that awkward why I'm not a vegan video and there's all these other yeah. vegans giving their response it's just oh, like God. remove that from your insta bio it's scarlet and know you're not doing it for any other reason than being like hello I'm better than you <laughs> yeah they're like probably both like and stop pigeonhole like again a label cunt is gonna pigeonhole you into like so according to Rachel we're if we're offended um, we're either part of the problem or we don't get it so we're either problematic or we're just dumb, dumb. And we don't get it it was first of all the most simplified dumb video everyone gets the video everyone I found yeah like the majority of the ad like I I mean the thing is like I found it even just badly scripted like badly I made it was badly made like they had like you know, obviously there was a big budget, as in the cameras and shit were nice, but I mean, like the acting was the absolutely acting like was terrible. It was, it was like, like a bad. It was like Piranha 3D kind of. It was of acting. like Waterford Whispers made it. Like I it was kind of like a satire. Like I at, know. you know, Dude, there was at one. Don't say that. Yeah, like <laughs> they had this like guy leering on a girl who didn't even catcall her. Like he didn't even. From what cat- I remember, he, he kind of goes. He goes. Nice he goes. Butt. No, he didn't even say that. He just went wow or something, oh, and really? then his I friend really jumps out of a coffee shop. And goes, whoa, man, not cool. Not that cool like and then the dad's like literally poking <laughs> I mean, the sausage on the barbecue yeah. and like guys 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 and these it's not how kids, we treat each other these kids <laughs> were literally having the lightest scuffle 
Which is like... Me and Lindsay have bigger scraps. <laughs> it's not like they were literally like bullying a poor little nerd kind yeah. of character and like pillaging his head into the cement. Oh, it was like, God. It was a rough and tumble at the family barbecue and they're like, and then there guys, was guys, the, guys, guys. The so row of men on the barbecue, if we want to talk about gender stereotypes, <laughs> going, boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. It's like, I haven't, first of all, like, the whole hilarious. like anti-boys will be boys saying, I genuinely haven't heard anyone use that like that phrase in fucking since I was a little kid I've never been like boys, boys especially to excuse horrendous behaviour I've never seen like people like last week I was at the bus stop and a lot of boys were bullying one kid and all the adults went around and broke it up like I do remember like boys boys like if, yeah. if this whole toxic masculinity kind of thing was so accepted Surely I would see this being accepted constantly. Like whenever I have been around. That's what's infuriating. Yeah. It's like, oh no, no, no. This is already, we're already there. You're li- like, if there's fights going on the streets, people are wanting to stop that. Catcalling women themselves are yeah. also being like, hey, fuck off. Don't say that We to should me. be teaching women to tell, like, I mean, you know, I saw, um, I was listening to another podcast I listened to uh, called Red Scare and they were talking about this and they were one of the hosts kind of said that like a lot of the time and you know this is aside from the fact from like you know sexual assault or whatever but she was like a lot of the time like a lot of these things toxic masculinity is used as a kind of excuse to excuse women for like setting certain boundaries it's like let like you know if you're a woman and you're walking down the street and a guy cat calls you like Scream back at him Like we've said this In the podcast Exactly Obviously if it's not Going to put yourself in danger But like it rarely will On like a Dublin street You know Just be like Shut the fuck up Well it's I mean You can tell When you're feeling That you're endangered Or if you're you know Alone At night And maybe someone's drunk Like that definitely Could be putting yourself Totally For example It happened to me Broad daylight A couple months ago In Tampa Bar A guy I had headphones on And an American dude Just kind of like Leered into me And just said Great tits And I just said Ew, like instantly my mm. knee-jerk reaction was just like scream at him and be like, don't ever say that and yeah. mortify him and be like, don't say great tits, you're disgusting, gross and whatever. Yeah. And walked on. I didn't need no man to come out of a restaurant and be like, not cool. Dude, man. don't say that. Okay, we're going to say two more tweets. These are kind of um, conflicting tweets that I think encapsulate mm-hmm. like different opinions. So this is from... Mackenzie Jade Imagine being pregnant For nine months Just to give birth To a man Who gets threatened And butthurt By a Gillette commercial That support A future of better More respectful men And then I think this one Perfectly shuts that down Um, I can't wait For the Tampax commercial That tells women To stop being Caddy jealous And manipulative (laughs) Literally Like I mean I put out a tweet As well That was like How dare they appropriate female culture and say that men are the one doing the cyberbullying when we all know it's women who do cyberbullying like literally stop on the daily. taking my culture is not your advertisement I <laughs> like mean. women are the one who do the fucking cyberbullying oh. around here honey yeah, literally <laughs> i mean oh my god the um, levels that happen in these facebook groups uh, and instagram pages and like when your fella Red, finds them, he's like, what the fuck is that? And you're like, anyway, shame. Like, I mean, the, the depth that women know of these WhatsApp groups. But like, they, it was just such a fucking reach. But that one, that tweet is so true. Like, okay, make your to- toxic masculinity ad. Okay, I'd love to see their corresponding Gillette Venus ad 
that's like women stop using your sexuality to coerce men into doing things they don't want to do like oh, completely could you imagine I mean like we believe that women can be better stop having tits like well like say for a tampon ad or an always ad being like women stop using your period as an excuse to be a cunt <laughs> But use our sanitary towel whilst yeah. you're on it. Yeah. Like we know that women can be better, and you will be better with always. It's like no, always would never be dumb enough to do that because they would never. And also, that would never. It would never ever, fly. ever happen because it's like the virality thing. When one thing is seemingly okay, like the Azealia Banks thing, or yeah. if, you know, back when we had our thing, it just was like, oh great, a bandwagon thing where we can all be throwing our anger on this person today, mm-hmm. and we see it every other day. There's something new. A couple of weeks ago, it was that video with apparently the men going up to the drunk women in Dublin. Whatever it is, there's always oh, something yeah. local or else worldwide that is like, just uh, everyone's allowed to jump on and be completely hateful, and it's like. In terms of like the toxic masculinity thing, it's like, oh, we're just completely allowed to bash men consistently and blame them for things consistently. It's okay. We're allowed to do that. Mm. In advertisements, on television, within feminism, constantly. Not only just within the advertisement, but then within the response to the advertisement. Like they put out the ad, a shitload of people like... Guys, go look at the video at the likes and dislikes on YouTube. It's like one point something million downvotes and a half million upvotes. Like, and look at the comments. Let's try and find a positive comment. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly couldn't see it. Um, one person made a really funny troll comment that Gillette fell for. They commented saying, wow, my wife's son loves this, which is obviously a joke as in like, I'm raising it, like I'm such a bad man that I'm like helping a woman raise another <laughs> child. And they replied, hey, thanks for the comment. Because obviously they were like clinging on to the one comment they thought was real and it was trolling them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but like try find a positive comment because there aren't any. Um, And then what happened is, is like now that people actually voice up and say like, fuck this, like we're sick of being spoken to you like this. Like there was a load of women also being like, fuck this. Like it's just degrading to men. It's horrible. Like you wouldn't be saying this to women. Then we're further allowed to be like, you're all snowflakes. None of you like, oh, you're such men, but you can't take a slagging. It's like, dear God, if this was any group of people, and you made an ad preaching to them, telling them that like all of them are like this. Like you're all bullies, you're all sexual harassers, you're all catcallers. And we're sick of it. And we're absolutely sick of it. And us, the company, who, by the way, have recently been found to be profiting off child labor. <coughs> uh, <coughs> keep that on the sly. Uh, we know better. By the way, sorry, a lot of Indian children are over there trying to get stitches in their hands from assembling our razor blades. Yes, but let's focus <laughs> on the fact that one guy murmured nice butt at me in the street. <laughs> that's the real I'm problem. more offended at the word butt. <laughs> Just in general. Butt, it's like such a vile word. It's a minging word. Like, so. why say butt when you can say orse? <laughs> Literally, hun. But, like, it's just... It's just mad how men... Like, I mean, I think the timing... After 2018 where all this you know stuff came out me too and mm. you know fair enough we are delighted that this stuff was brought out and um, came to the surface however you know men are not clearly like they're not disposable they are not object to being hurt and offended and definitely being chipped away at that all this is just must be really difficult as a man to be constantly being told that you are horrendous in every part of your world and mm. like so this ad that jenny showed me which was a response 
um, to the Gillette ad. It yeah. was a watch company. I'm it's just going to look it up so here so good. I can. So good. It's called um, Gillette Commercial Response. Um, it basically, what is a man? A response to Gillette um, from eGuard watches. And it's beautifully shot, first yeah. of all. The comparison and just the cinematography alone is just gorgeous. Like, they are, there's lots of different men. Um, all different races and kind of ages and everything and um, just kind of slow-mo hmm. shots, portrait shots. And it's called We Believe in Men or The Good in Men or something like that. And it's all about how like there's obviously aspects of masculinity that like the world really likes and that, you know, instead of co- constantly dogging on this like, you know, made up term toxic masculinity because like toxicity exists across the border, black, white, rich, poor like male, you know, female. male female whatever the hell you can be toxic and to attribute so like this is all talking about like how this is basically know. the facts that mm-hmm. i'm because i think what was so wishy-washy about the gillette ad in general yeah. was that it was just unsubstantiated tarn- like you know tarring everyone with the same brushes and like oh you all kind of just like you know it was coming up against the stereotype but being like every man cat calls and bullies and yeah. around a barbecue saying boys will be boys but yeah, then yeah, yeah. this ad um, the response the what is a man one is basically is giving out the percentages of like 80% of men are the ones who commit suicide and like the homelessness yeah 80% of like suicide victims are men 93% of Mm. work fatalities are men yeah uh 75% of single homeless people are are men like just really and which percent of men who don't have visitation rights to their children are still paying child support like so it was just like actually commending men and giving them something back because like there's a lot and a lot a lot a lot of amazing men out there and we need to remind the world of that because that is just such a more positive way of well it's a more more unifying way you know Mm. it's like as you know obviously there's you know with me too whatever you think about it or did i say 80 percent of men commit suicide yeah i know what you meant though i know what you meant i know what you meant 80 percent of suicides i know i know 80 percent of suicides are male um, yeah, that's what I meant on yeah. sorry sorry but you know like it, it's it, obviously you know there ha- there's a time and a place for outing bad behaviour and all the rest however there's also after that you have to come around to some sort of unifying factor I think you have to like in some way like you know we're always going to be living on this earth together not to get all the motiv- motivational speechy on everyone but like we are like we're always going to be sharing the planet with the opposite gender so or the opposite sex whatever you want to call it like you know so what are we going to do? Just completely further divide it and then, you know, have like the male feminists who, I mean, we've been there and done that and talked about them. Like, so we have to be able to commend men on some things. And we also, too, it's so damaging. This is what really gets me. It's so damaging to start to talk about a group like men and say that they've no problems when the suicide figure alone should stun you. And it really annoys me then when I see a lot of, I've seen this, argument come around where they're like well the reason of that is because of toxic masculinity because they said that like toxic masculinity tells men that they can't show their feelings up about their feelings boys don't cry which is like i mean you could say that as a reach but like it's it's not the same t- like this the, the my problem main problem with the gillette thing is that they were um conflating sexual assault to like boys tumbling around on the ground like they're putting that all under this one umbrella term of toxic masculinity like Mm -hmm. you can't 
have it both ways. You can't say, oh, toxic masculinity, you know, it's bad for men because, you know, this is horrendous figure. And toxic masculinity is, you know, boys doing this and that and this. It's just like, it's an unsubstantiated term. It's not defined. Give me someone who can define it properly in one sentence. I'd love to mm. hear it because I've never fucking heard it. I've just heard it being used for any which way you want to degrade men. Usually, um, I think it's just a blurb. It's just we have we see it a lot with these, you know, whatever you want to call them, feminazis. You know, just bloody crazy bitch feminists use the same words over and over again, mm. and it's just a kind of like stamp of like I'm calling it that. End of story. That's what it is. Yeah. The patriarchy, toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're go-to. They're just regurgitated, regurgitated. And if you dare question, like, you know, please just give me the sentence. Like, what does the patriarchy even mean? Because you're using it so often. It's basically just a comma at this mm. point. And then they're like, you don't know what the patriarchy is. Are you joking? You don't know what toxic masculinity is. And they'll don't make, like that tweet kind of summed it up where it's like, if you are offended, you're either dumb or part of the problem. They give you, they don't, it just stops conversational. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's you're divisive. literally going to. Pigeonhole as well, which is so it's annoying. Like, Will we talk about toxic femininity to end this up? That's Brian Adip Um, so I uh, saw a really good article. I will actually I'll link it in the description. It's called hashtag Me Too uh, will not survive unless we recognize toxic femininity. Um, so here are some things that she lists off which are considered to be toxically feminine, and I thought it'd be a fun idea if you and I played a game where we said if we've okay. done it because it's it's actually put off as raise your hand, but we will say. Yes. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> so number one, raise your hand if you've ever behaved badly and blamed it on your period. Yes. <laughs> Very, handy. Very handy. Uh, raise your hand if you've ever acted helpless in the face of an unpleasant, if not physically demanding task, like dealing with a wild animal that's gotten inside the house. Yeah, I have. I've literally gone on holidays and acted uh, really weak at the end of a staircase on many a train station so that men will come and pick up my luggage. Thankfully do it as well Yeah true <laughs> Like you're like I can't do that How can I it's possibly randomly in our head That we shouldn't carry luggage If we're on a trip With our boyfriend You know the way You always see the comments Like that <laughs> That's one of my I, do, I don't think I should <laughs> But isn't it weird How that's just implanted In our brain Yeah Like yeah. I always see it Like if I'm at a um, Airport And you yeah. see like The girl carrying Her own luggage My You know people are like, I know Michael insists on carrying mine Which to be honest, thank God. But I've done it where I've been away with other girls and we've literally been like, oh. Especially if you're in Paris, great tip. Just really try to stu- struggle up that one step on the metro. Some nice yeah. French men will lift up your thing. There's something stung. When, when your boyfriend just li- grabs your luggage out of your hand oh. and wheels the two ones, like the fluid motion of him <laughs> being able to manage the two wheels yeah. places, I'm like, take me now. Um, raise your hand if you've ever coerced a man into sex even though he didn't really seem to want it. Okay, I don't know. What? Don't know if I've done that one. No. If you've ever been like, come on. To be honest, they always want it. They always <laughs> want it. Any man who's around me always wants it, curlies. Don't think I've done that one. Uh, raise your hand if you've thought you were at liberty to do this coercing because men always want it. <laughs> Say that again? Sorry, it's just saying our point. We were like, they always want it. And then it said, raise your hand oh. if you've thought you were at this liberty to coerce men because they always want it and should feel lucky any time they get it. Well, yeah, I guess. Jury's out on we that one. We walked ourselves into that one, girlies. 
Raise your hand if you've ever threatened to harm yourself if a man breaks up with you or doesn't want to see you anymore. Haven't said I'm going to harm myself, but I've definitely been like, you don't even know what the damage yeah. you're going like, to do. You know? I've definitely like exaggerated my mental state, dare I say. <laughs> yeah. In terms of like, if I'm, you know, losing a fight, maybe I'm like, <laughs> like basically I've been fucking really like depressed and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> or I've done it kind of like if you're having a fire boyfriend, he's like, I'm leaving and you're like, please, I just can't be alone right now. But it's, I can't breathe. Yeah. I'm anxious. I'm freaked that like, oh, I've had going to get broken into or whatever. Very exaggerated hyperventilations. I will say that. Uh, They're gas. They're so Jamey. Raise your hand if you've been physically abusive with a male partner, knowing you'd be unlikely to face any legal consequences. I haven't done that, but I do know I have heard many girls say kind of shit like that. I don't think I would, I wouldn't classify it as physically abusive, but I definitely would have, like, say, whacked a guy jokingly. That I guess if he did the same exact motion to me, it probably would have been like, oh my god. I do have the knowing, I do have the like inbuilt knowledge within me though, that I know that if I did deck my fella, I know that nothing would probably happen to him. I mean, deck is a different thing to like, but I do notice like girls will very much playfully slap. Well, I would never deck him, but I just, I'm saying that I know I have. But I'm even saying like, you know, decking is like, you know, girls, well, not many girls are going around decking their fellas, but I do notice. And can say that like, you know, I would playfully in a jokey way kind of be like, you know, you could slap your fella's arm or something. But then I feel like if they did it to you, yeah. it would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Totally. Um, raise your hand if you've lied about being on birth control or faked a pregnancy scared to see how a man would respond. Yes and yes. I've done both of those things. Really? Yeah. First guy I ever had sex with. I... Uh, <laughs> This is more of an ex-girls topic But I'll give you this one For free girlies um, I was young And convinced of course That I was that fertile That I was going to have sex With a condom And get pregnant Because my period Was probably about 45 minutes late um, I took a pregnancy test Knew I wasn't pregnant And decided to test him And uh, turned up to his house And pretended to be pregnant To see how he'd react Oh my god Yeah How now, did he react? Um, he was, I mean, just normal. And I was like, ha ha, got you, just testing. I mean, obviously also was 17, so could be attributed to complete emotional Look, immaturity. You're being honesty. Well, honest, it's honest. honest. And I have lied about being on birth control. Uh, have you not done either of those? I've never really been on birth control, so. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, I've never lied about it. Well, I just don't go on it. The key of lying is not being on it. Hmm? You only lie if you're not on it. So I've always been like, yeah, I'm on the pill. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. I've never been on it. I've never lied about it. But you wouldn't be on it if you're lying about it. Well, Because if you're saying, oh yeah, I'm on it. You wouldn't be on it. That's lying. <laughs> Have you never told a guy you were on it when no, you weren't on it? No, I get what it? you mean, but I'm saying I've never been on it and I never lie about it. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, raise your hand if you've ever manipulated... A divorce or child custody dispute in your favor, falsely insinuating that a man has been abusive towards you or your child. No, obviously I haven't done that in either of you. No. But it does happen. It does happen. They are things that happen. So uh, let us know what you guys think about the toxic femininity. And if you have any other uh, to add to that, because it is just interesting. Like, I mean, we are in a world at the moment that is just bashing men. Whether or not you like it, it is what is happening, mm-hmm. it, you know. So it is, that's why we decided to just do that little game there because it's like, you can point the finger, but it's going to be a time when you have to look at the pink fingers pointing back at you. Mm-hmm. And it just, 
like we were saying earlier, it will make us more unison because it's like we have to stop painting the picture of men being these terrors and women being these angels because that is just furthermore making division and making stereotypes. Mm, and it's um, damaging women as well. Oh, completely. You know? Because it makes, oh, it maintains the stereotype that we're vulnerable and able to stand up for ourselves, mm. that we're weaker, that we're so many things that are just like further burying us into this really toxic hole yeah it's further dividing the sexes and making us hate each other more and like just making scaremongering things scaremongering people like it's just gonna make the world puritanical again it makes men be fearful of their own gender and then women be fearful of men as Mm. a gender and their power and women feel weaker and that they don't have the ability to stand up for themselves mm-hmm. so little tricks that you can do like just even with the if someone says something to you in the street and if you feel like you're safe say it back you know yeah. stand like little ways in day-to-day life that you can teach yourself to just be a bit more confident or a bit more you know being able to stand up for yourself and like whether it's in the, in the workplace or in your relationship or with a male friend mm-hmm. or Whatever it may be, like teach yourself these things. We don't need to listen to just the general media mm-hmm. and how women are and how we should be. Like, you know, we can, we have a voice. We have the ability to be strong ass bitches. So use that mm-hmm. and know your truth. And men keep pressing dislike on the Gillette ad mm-hmm. because hopefully that will learn them. That'll teach them. That'll teach them. Although the, I did see one tweet, which was completely true, that they were like, I think it was Ricky Gervais actually who was like great marketing strategy these days put out a woke ad half the population will hate it and give you or love it and give you uh, press the other half will hate it and give you further press so it's a win-win for Gillette because same thing happened with Pepsi same thing happened with Proactive same thing happened with all these companies that do woke ads I think they've all kind of hacked the system now where they're like oh half the people will pander to the the wokes and will cause uprage in everyone else and then we'll get would be trending for that a week. would be interesting to know like within all this kind of virality i'd love to know the percentages of like downfall within a company because you just constantly see when something like the gillette ad gets massively viral and a huge big hate campaign against it and you see like gillette is cancelled like there was pictures of people throwing their gillettes down the toilet <laughs> first of like first of all that's a whole just environmental issue because <laughs> you're not allowed to put razors in the toilet um, oh my god the poor turtles like they can't handle the straws how are they gonna do with a bloody razor coming down to the sea but anyway um, <laughs> it's just like I want like because it's just funny because then like in ha- like the kind of peripheral view of like people who aren't on Twitter mm. who obviously are just going to be hearing Twitter brainwashing them mm. coming out of the radio and on the TV they're going to be walking into Dawn's and be like oh Gillette that's what I needed you know yeah. the way so yeah it would be interesting would to, know to know the, the actual fall off yeah if that's a thing because it's just so funny that it's people it's usually like a temporary thing isn't it like I think well not, I mean it happened with yeah. ours it guys are cancelled it guys are done it's like right. going oh on well tour. since then we had three shows and we're going on tour so thanks feminists <laughs> thanks <laughs> for making it there for us we're famous yeah so let us know what you guys think um I think it's shit show, but personally, I will be using Gillette razors because I just do find them better. So, hee 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 hee. But yeah. Really, I haven't used them actually. Now that they're on your mind, go Literally. on. Gillette, sponsor us. And <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to get men thinking right, sponsor ACOS Podcast. Yeah. We'll do a whole video of us shaving the rest of our minge hair that's left after the lady. Very, very small amount. Just very so small. Vagina, if there is any lads small, listening. Yeah. Very small <laughs> hair on our very tight vaginas. 
but you got to tune into X Girls to see those pictures. Yes, <laughs> and we tutorials. Will be that tutorial on X Girls. Actually, I am going to be putting up a video. Um, it's just taking. It's a long ass video. We did a little mini video podcast yeah for our triple x gals so girls listen if you're still here listening with us remember this week we are going on tour tickets will be out on sale look on our instagram that'll give you all the info if not we'll update you next week on how many tickets are left so we will talk to you next week and yes we will talk to you next week <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> bye girlies bye. Bye. i got jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl make your move your hips what's up and jink girl your tits like it's a jig girl Like boom Same kombucha for your womb Honestine squad link up It's like boom The girls be giving you vibes Tune it, chill out And feel good inside Like Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.